Welcome everybody to the Real Shh Podcast with your host, Mr. Wills. So today, I'm going to do something I ain't done before. All of this is unedited. I'm on holiday. I haven't got my mic with me, but I need to, you know, make sure my public know about what I'm about to do. So today, I'm going to do my Premier League predictions for the season. And I'm going to start with, I'm going to go 1 to 20, who I think is going to be first, and who's going to get relegated. So, let's get into it. So number one, who I think was going to win the Premier League this season, unfortunately, it's going to be City again. And the reason I say it's going to be City is have you seen their first six, six fixture, fixture list? They could rack up 18 points by September easy. And they're the type of people, once they're ahead, they're hard to catch. So the people, the teams that are behind them, they need to stay really close in the next six, in the next six games because I've got a feeling City are going to win all six. Have a look at the fixture list, see what you think. Made some good signings, Kovacic, love Kovacic, great player. People say he don't score goals, but he's a great, great player, Kovacic. Guardiola at the back, top player. Obviously got Haaland up front. Tremendous team. Kills me to say it. Second place, Liverpool. Now I think Liverpool are doing some great business. They've got out the old, they've shipped in the new. I mean, they've just spent 111 million on Casado, it looks like today. They've got McAllister, they've got Sabozlai. They already had five strikers. To me, Liverpool are the most powerful team going forward in the Premier League. And if he was buying a ticket this season, you have to buy a Liverpool ticket because they are going to score goals for fun. Nunes, Jota, Salah, Gakpo, Diaz. They are going to score goals for jokes. So my second place team this year... And they could push City, Liverpool. Coming in in third place is Manchester United. Now, Man United, to me, they've done good business. But you can see why everybody else is doing it. They need desperately to go and buy another centre midfielder. They need a midfielder that can run. Now, if they get a midfielder that can run, they might be able to challenge. But as we speak, they haven't got one. We've got enough players with experience, you know, top-level experience. Casemiro, Varane, the goal, the new goal is superb. You know, Mount, Anthony will have a better season this year. You've got Bruno there, you've got Rashford there. There's enough there to get us top three easily. And I expect us to do so. Coming in at number four in the Premier League prediction, Arsenal. Now, people say they've spent a lot of money. Yes, Rice, good signing. Timber, top signing. Havertz, I've always liked him, top signing. But my thing is, last season, Saka got a lot of goals. Martelli got a lot of goals. Odegaard got a lot of goals. They chipped in 15, 10s, 50, you know. I don't know if them players can do that again. I, I don't know if they've got the killer instincts, them players. 
So it's it's for them, not to prove me wrong, but, you know, you really need a proven somebody who's going to get you 25, 30 goals a season, really. Somebody. So if somebody has an off-season, that person takes the pressure off. Like City, you know, Haaland gets 50-odd. I don't know who else gets, you know, Gundogan, they all chip in 10, 10 goals here. To, you know, you look at the other strikers, Grealish got like under 10 goals. But they, everyone was saying they had a good season because Haaland took most of the pressure off. Yeah, four for Arsenal for me. Coming in at number five, Chelsea. Now, I love what Chelsea are doing right now. Ah, they really love it. They're out in the old, in with the new. The one thing about Chelsea under Tuchel was they had great players. Kovacic, Jorginho, Kante. You know, defence was really good. But for me, when they played, they could only play in one gear, Chelsea. And, you know, us as my, being a Man United fan, they were the team that we were most comfortable playing against in the top seven because they couldn't run. That's changed now. They are buying runners, left, right, centre. So they are going to be in every game. What they lack is experience, maybe a goal scorer, and it's a big problem in Kutu getting injured because he was going to be one of the stars of the Premier League. But I still believe with Poch, they'll get that team running and they'll give everyone a game. I know Europe means that he can just play, train, play, train, play, train, perfect. Chelsea are going to be fifth, in my opinion. Coming in at number six, Aston Villa. I love what Villa are doing. To me, Villa have got the modern midfield. If you look at all mid Villa's midfielders, they are very active, very technical, very athletic, very powerful, but also very technical. To me, Aston Villa have got probably one of the top midfield rosters in the Premier League. And in my opinion, games are won and lost in midfield. I love the centre-backs they've got. Paul Torres, Carlos is now fit. If you said to a Villa fan... Three years ago, when Villarreal won in Europa League, you're going to have Paul Torres. And then Seville won it the year after. And you're going to have Carlos. Them two playing at the back. You've got a World Cup winner goalkeeper. You've got Watkins up front. You've got Diaby just signed on the wing. You know, this is happy days for Villa. I'm telling you. They are going to be a tough, tough team to beat this year, Aston Villa. And they're coming in at number six. Seventh place, Newcastle. I don't know if they've done enough business. Uh, you know, playing in Europe, the pressure's on now. You know, they've got a lot of young players. Are these young players going to be top players? Ezat will be, but he never stays fit. You know, they've brought Harvey Barnes in. Harvey Barnes is a good player, but is he going to be a great player? Debatable. Tonali, I really like. Modern midfielder. Up and down, technical knows the game. Him and Guimaraes will be really good in midfield. But what if that one of them gets injured? Long stuff. You know? No disrespect to him. You know, but Newcastle playing Champions League now. I think they'll have a good solid season. I think they'll do enough to maybe sneak in with a European place. Newcastle. Coming in 
at number eight, Brighton. Sorry, Tottenham. Actually, I've changed my mind. Tottenham just lost Harry Kane. It's definitely Brighton. Love what Brighton do. They sell, they replace. None of you boys know about the Hude, who they've just bought from Dortmund for free. Top, top player. Lost himself a little bit, but technically, top, top player. They've sold McAllister, brought him in for free. They've got Milner there to help build the team up. They've brought Pe Joe Pedro in, who I think is going to be one of the stars of the Premier League under that manager. You know, that Joe Pedro's got a lot of talent. A lot of talent, but it's a bit unfulfilled at the minute. I really believe Brighton do an unbelievable job. Europe will be a problem, but with this manager, he always, he always rotates his team anyway. If you remember last year, they beat Man United towards the end of the season and he rotated half the team and went up to Newcastle. Great team to watch. Coming in at number eight, Brighton. Coming in at number nine, Tottenham Hotspur. I like the manager. I like what they're trying to do. Once again, they're trying to be, play on the front foot. As, you, as I keep speaking, you understand the Premier League now. You've got to be on the front foot. You've got to be active, have active and athletic players. Because without it, you're screwed in the Premier League right now. I don't know if they've got enough. Well, I know for a fact they ain't got enough. They've sold Harry Kane. And it looks like he's off to Germany. They'll have a good season. They'll play some entertaining football. They'll take a few beatings and they'll give out a few beatings. Like Madison, like Kulusevski, like Son. They'll have a good season. Coming in at ninth, Tottenham Hotspur. Coming in in 10th place in the Premier League, West Ham. They're going to be doing some late, late business. And the late, late business they're going to do is really going to help them achieve a top 10 finish this year. I don't think they've got enough. They're going to lose. They've lost Rice. Pakata's un unhappy. And he's a top, top player, by the way. Pakata. It depends how they play some. You know, they're going with Premier League proven players, aren't they? Ward Prowse. Maguire. You know, they're looking at McTominay. They're looking at other players. I like the player Alvarez they've brought in as a DM. Very good player. They need a striker. They're going to buy a striker before the end of the season before the start of the season or the transfer window, most definitely. It depends who the striker is. If they get the right striker in and he scores goals, 10th place will be is about all they get. I think there's going to be a gap between the top top nine teams and the next and the next page of doses of teams. I think nine to one, there's going to be a gap. I think 10 to, to 13, 14, there's going to be a, there's going to be a gap. And then onwards, they're going to be a big gap at the bottom this season. So, <clears throat> coming in at number 11, Crystal Palace. Not been doing too much business. Hoping that the players they've got already are going to do the damage. They brought this Franker in to replace Zaha. Which, you know, it's, you know he's young, he's unproven. They've got Eze. Nobody knows what's going on with Elise. But... You know, Hodgson is Premier League proven. He knows how to organise. He knows how to get results. And, you know, I like, I really like the sign of just Jefferson Lerma. 
for, for free, he's, he's like I said, he's that part of that modern midfielder, active. To get him on free, play him next to the Corey, they're going to be more solid in there. That's a nice little three. Eze, Decore, and Lerma. That's pretty decent. Obviously, they hope that a striker can score goals. But I think they'll have enough to come in at number 11. Number 12, Bournemouth. Love what they're doing. Going out there, buying all the best players with potential and hoping that a good manager will fulfil the potential. I love that tactic. They're a small club. They shouldn't be playing big, big wages. They should be doing exactly what they're doing now. You know, they go and find the best player with the best potential, who nobody else, everybody else is oohing and ahhing about. There's plenty of players like that out there. Pretty like the Brighton model, really. Have a good manager, have good tactics, make the players get better. I love what they're doing. I think they're going to have a good season. And I also think they're going to be very entertaining to watch. So, coming in at number 12, Bournemouth. Coming in at number 13th position in the Premier League, Nottingham Forest. Forest, to me, they're doing not much business, but I think they already had a lot of business done last year. I think, I think this year they bought a Langer in, got rid of Lingard. That's good business, 15 million. You know, they've already got that couple of them Brazilian... That they've got on the squad youngsters. They've got Brennan Johnson, depending if they're losing. But to me, they've got one of the best players up and coming in the Premier League in Morgan Gibbs-White. This boy is a top, top player, let me tell you. Touch, awareness, pace, you know, vision. You know, this laddie, you know, he's a top, top player. You know, I think this season you'll see him thrive. And I think Forrest will be very much OK. Coming up 13th, Nottingham Forest. Coming in at 14th, Fulham. Now, Fulham are going about their business again. Not certain, very good. They've, they've kept Mitrovic so far. They've, got, they've kept Joel Perlinia. They've bought in Bassi. And I think that's a good signing. No disrespect to Tim Ream, but he's getting on. Left-sided defender to, cap, you know, to replace him with pace. Good business. They've got the good goalie in goal with Leno. I think they'll be fine for Fulham. Look like they're getting hoods on the door. You know, they're going about their business quite well, Fulham. They're not making much noise, but they're spending not too much money, but they're getting the right sort of players in. Love what they're doing. I don't think they can get any better than fifth, than 14th, though. But, you know, they're do, you know, that's good. The Premier League's tough this year. Coming in at, fourth, f- coming in at 15th, Brentford. Going to struggle this year, Brentford. Especially till Ivan Tony's back. Doesn't look like to me that they're buying a striker to replace him. Buying other players, but not buying a striker. That seems to me like risky business, that's to me. You know, teams are going to go there knowing that Brentford can't really hurt them. Organisation can work, but, you know, Brentford have had a, a Premier League Premier League goal scorer who scored 20 league goals. You know, that's... Doesn't happen much. I think it's a bit of a risk not buying a striker to replace him. But I think they've got enough because of the teams that are left in the Premier League. I think there's some, I want to say poor, poor teams, but, you know, there's some teams with some financial, real financial problems in the Premier League this season. So they'll come in at number 15. 
coming in at 16th, Everton. These are one of the teams in financial difficulties. With the manager they've got in Sean Dice, they'll have more than enough. And the experienced players, Tchaikovsky, Pickford, Anana, Garner Gay, they'll have enough to stay in the Premier League. You know, and like I said, due to the other teams in the Premier League this season, they'll get away with it. So that might help them in the next season, where hopefully they can sort their financial problems out and buy some players. But for me, they'll have more than enough. It's going to be a hard, another hard season this season for Everton. But they'll have more than enough to stay in it. And I think all they care about, really, under this financial restraint that they're in, is staying in the Premier League. So they're going to come in at number 16. 17th in the Premier League. Burnley. Now, Burnley, they're doing some good business. I like they've just bought Sander Berger. You know, very good player. Very athletic midfielder. They've done some other good business. But no goal scorers. A lot of good players, but no goal scorers. I think it's going to be a problem. You know, I think the way they play is going to be a problem. They're going to, give, they're going to be very good to watch. But like I said, they're in a Premier League this season where there's some bad teams in the league this year with not much money, you know. So I think they'll do enough, more than enough to stay up and they'll be 17th. Coming in at 18th and relegated, Wolves. They are under financial pressure. They used to have a midfielder, Jao Martino, Ruben Neves, and bloody Decor um, Dandonka. Now they've got rid of all three of them players and I don't know what they're doing in there. Secondly, they got rid of Matt Doherty a couple of years ago. They brought him back on a free. They've got rid of the... They bought a centre-half a year or two ago, Collins from Stoke. They've sold him. They've not replaced him. They've sold Connor Cody. Not replaced him. They didn't score goals anyway. They've sold Jimenez. This is going to be a long season for Wolves. Very long season. If the manager can keep them up this season, great job. Tough job. Coming in at 19th, and for me, sh I'll be shocked if this team can stay up in the Premier League. Shocked. I mean, Luton are in the Premier League, for God. You know, it's a great story. But, gosh, you, you don't know how I feel like they're going to be like Derby when Derby come from got the record low points. I think every team in the Premier League this season is going to think, we've got Luton, we're looking to get six points of them this season. I think every team in the Premier League is going to look at them like that. They're six points for us. If they do, they, to stay up, I'd say it's a bigger miracle than Leicester winning the Premier League. And you'll say, nah, nah. Leicester had Vardy, Premier League great. Kante, world great. Kasper Schmeichel, world, hash, half world, but definitely a great Premier League goalkeeper. You know, Luton, you know, I don't want to be derogatory to no players because that, we don't do that. But, you know, yeah, it's a tough job for Luton. And then coming in at last in the Premier League, Sheffield United. I mean, you're going to have to tell me this. How do you come into the Premier League 
promoted, sell your best player, and die, and then sell your best centre midfielder, and then don't replace him with any 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 players, and you've got eleven million to spend. Yeah, yeah. This is this sounds like a bit. Don't really make sense, does it? Yes, they're going to get some money for being in the Premier League, but Lord Jesus, they're going to get some. I can't see anything but relegation for Sheffield United. You know, great to be here. All the best. You hope they don't lose every week, but there's a chance that Sheffield United could lose every week. You know, I, I, I expect, like I said, with the other team, they're going to be looking Luton and, and Sheffield United, and they'll be looking six points. Six points, six points, six points, six points, six points. Hopefully, like I said, if, if they can stay up, I think it'll be one a bigger miracle than Leicester winning the Premier League. These two teams are under real financial pressure. Luton ain't really under financial, but but the players they can get in, it's a it's a tough ask. So, I'm gonna break it down to you again. My Premier League prediction, Premier League table. Man City, champions. Liverpool, second. Man United, third. Arsenal, four. Chelsea, fifth. Aston Villa, sixth. Newcastle, seven. Villa, eight. Brighton, nine. West Ham, ten. Crystal Palace, 11. 12, Bournemouth. 13th, Forest. 14th, Fulham. 15th, Brentford. 16th, Everton, 17th Burnley, 18th Wolves, 19th Luton, and 20 Sheffield United. So, that's my Premier League prediction. I'm also going to give you my top five players to watch this season. And number one, Morgan Gibb-White. Top player. Touch, power, Awareness, yeah, could play for a top four team very easily. I mean, I could see him replacing Bruno at Man United. I think he's that good. Give it a year or two, you know, Bruno pushing over 30, Gibbs-White coming in at 24, sounds really good to me. And with Gibbs-White, you get pure quality. I think a top season for Gibbs-White. Number two. Nunes for Liverpool. All the tools. Last year, just couldn't finish. But because he's got all the tools, he's always going to be with given an opportunity to score goals. If he starts to take on, which I think he's going to, he's going to be hard to handle. Power, pace, strength. You know, Haaland, he's a bit like Haaland, but he can dribble. But Haaland can finish. You see the difference? So Haaland's got the numbers because he can finish. But Nunez is a bit more entertaining. You know, he can drive past people. You know, he's a top player. Number two, Nunez. Number three, Jao Pedro. Signed from Watford. Now with Deserby at Brighton. Still very young. Top talent. Under the right manager. At the right club. I expect big things from him. And I think he's going to be one to watch this season. No doubt about it. Number four, like I was saying about Eze, uh, Morgan Gibbs-White, Eze, 
Very similar players, Gibbs White and Eze. Top talents. Make dribbling up a bit, bit very easy the way they dribble. But they've got power, haven't they? So they dribble with the ball right next to their feet. But they've also got the power to go with it. And with a little bit of acceleration. I think under Hodgson, now that Zaha's gone, Crystal Palace has now become the Eze team. And I think he'll thrive under the pressure. Top player. And last on the list, the star boy. Still young. For me, the best right winger in the world. And he's still young. And he's 21. Saka. Makaya Saka. You know, top, top player. Dribble. Goes long. Runs without the ball. Runs with the ball. He's a, he's a bat, battering ram. He doesn't miss games. He's getting better. Like I said, can he get to that 25 goals a season? But regards all-round football in play, I doubt that you'll find many better players than Saka in world football. Get you a goal, assist, dribble, pass. Be a problem to the left, left back. You know, he's 21. He's only going to get better. Now, that's my Premier League prediction. This is unedited. It's been quite... <laughs> Quite, ooh, I'm a bit knackered now because usually you edit. I've enjoyed it. You know, leave your comments. Let me know what you think. Bye.